0: Good morning and welcome, Patriot Radio News Hour, live on this Tuesday, September the eleventh, and and obviously this is a day where our thoughts and our prayers go out to well to everybody, right? To 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 all the service people, the firefighters, the police, uh, you know, and I, I don't know what to make of it. You know, was it all designed so we could uh, invade Iraq? I mean, it it makes no sense. The whole thing made no sense. Uh, No matter what you believe happened or didn't happen, uh, it is one of those uh, days where at least, you know, take some time to reflect and, uh, you know, and and hopefully, you know, is the world any safer? (laughs) I mean... Every time I go to the airport, I just get angry about it. But uh, nonetheless, uh, it is 9-11, and I just wanted to mention that because, well, I feel like I had to. So there you go. I've done that part. Uh, I do have a couple of announcements I want to make. I got a, uh, a couple of tickets that I want to give away to Ultimate Decisions, and if you don't know what that is, I'll give you a quick uh, update on that. I got a couple of VIP tickets. This is one of the things, and again, you know, I say it all the time. We're more than just a gold company, and we do it differently than everybody else. And this is just another thing that we do. Uh, I, I, I always talk about putting it back where you found it, and if you are a listener of this program, Uh, You should be doing business with us because, like I said, we're more than just a gold company. And I know today, especially today, listen, there's always somebody that's going to try to sell you something for less, right? They'll just steal the deal and do all those things. And I get it. I do. There's some of you out there that that's all that really matters and there's nothing I can do about it. But we do more than just. Sell gold. We do more than just sell silver. Uh, we support the stations and the cities that we are in. We we support uh, the Patriot and and KXXT here in Phoenix. We we support KHNC up there in Denver, and we do events. and And we've got one coming this Thursday. Uh, we are the primary sponsor, just like we were uh, for the. The No Safe Spaces event Just like we were for last Year's Freedom Summit Uh, We've done it again Here with Ultimate Decisions Uh, Dennis Prager uh, Hugh Hewitt, Larry Elder A whole bunch more people Are going to be there This is going to be uh, At the the Virginia Piper Theater Right there in Old Town Scottsdale We know the Scottsdale uh, Civic Center Right right where near the Giants At least they use. I think they still do spring train there. Well, the event is Thursday, Uh, so uh, today's Tuesday. Two days from today, I've got two free VIP seats. Uh, So you'll be able to show up at uh, early at 5:45. I'll have the tickets in your name at will call, and these are hundred and twenty dollar seats. So it's a $240 value. I'm just going to give them away to you uh, if you're interested and you want to go. And, again, this is about learning more. Uh, This is about uh, people gathering to get information. I know they're going to – Sebastian Gorka is going to be there. He was the advisor to to President Trump. And I know they're going to cover a lot of different things that are going on politically, uh, and I know they're going to also, obviously, with 9-11 just occurring, I know they're going to talk about what's going on on the security front as well. So if you're in Phoenix or Scottsdale or in Arizona and you want to go, uh, you, like I said, you'll be able to uh, meet and greet with all these guys. I've got two free tickets. Uh, they're $120 value. Uh, if you want to know how to get tickets for the event, if you go to out to 960, the Patriot, which is the sister station to KXXT here in town, uh, or just Google Ultimate Decisions Event uh, General Reserve are thirty dollars. Uh, they've got some pre- premium seating at forty-five, and then the two VIP the the VIP tickets are at a hundred and twenty dollars a piece. I have two of them. Uh, we are the sponsor for this event. We are the primary sponsor for this event. And again, it's just something that separates us because it needs to happen. Knowledge is what is key. This is why we do the website, allamericangold.com. I could be like all the other guys out there and just have coins up there. But that's not as important as knowing and understanding what's going on around you. Uh, same thing with this radio show and doing those events. Wendy's in, uh, the tickets gone? We yes, gone. Awesome. Rick, congratulations. Uh, two tickets will be waiting for you at the Will Call window. Uh, so, again, if you want to go to the event, there are – I believe there are tickets still available. Uh, I actually was at the, the event, the, the No Safe Spaces event uh, that we, we sponsored. I think that was like six or seven months ago, and it may not have even been that long. And uh, it was pretty much sold out. So, anyway – Uh, There you go. Just wanted to throw that out there. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. We've got a lot of things to talk about. We had some numbers come out today that would, would make you really happy. Then we had numbers come out today that kind of make you really, really sad. And I'm going to tell you right now, one of the numbers even I was shocked by about how big it is and maybe do we need to update the, the what's going on with the debt again? I just did it yesterday. Patriot Radio News Hour. Don't touch that dial. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. That is our toll free number. Yesterday I said, "Listen, I'm not doing the show. We don't uh, sell the." M- we had MS sixty two twenty dollar libs in saints. I thought they were all libs. Actually, a bunch of them were saints, so it's an even better deal. Uh, We actually still, we didn't sell them all, but we sold enough of them. I said, all right, I'm going to do it. And uh, I got these VIP tickets and all these things. So here's what I've got. And it's not a lot, and this is going to be an everyday thing. Backdate Silver Eagles? Uh Uh-uh. None. You want rolls? The 2018's uh, 350, a roll on Silver Eagles. I got cheaper ways to buy it, though. I still have six mint state, 62s, and I'm just going to say safe, at $1,300. Gold and silver, really all the markets, we've had a whipsaw day. Gold was up three bucks, then it was down nine, now it's back up two. Silver did the same thing, down, up, down, back up again. And they keep talking about this economy. Is it better? right? And I think a lot of us would come out and say, yeah, yeah, I think so, right? I mean, you look at the numbers, and based on the numbers, things appear to be a little better. Is it, are they, is it the greatest economy America's ever seen? Uh-uh. But why is it better? right? People say, well, you know, we got rid of regulation and and the Trump tax cuts, and, and that's what it is. Is it? Or is it simply better because the United States is just spending like drunken sailors? We got the August budget deficit numbers. And it it, it, a, it actually was mind blowing. The number for August two hundred and eleven billion. You heard it right, two hundred and eleven billion dollars in a month. Listen, I could get four percent or three. Well, I can't buy more. I can get three percent GDP if they let me spend two hundred and eleven billion dollars more than I took in every month. It wouldn't actually be that hard. the way that would put us at an annual pace of 2.5 trillion we're not there yet but but here's where we're at that is double well just under double what the number was just a year ago so the 211 last august we ran a budget deficit of about 110 billion dollars this year It's two hundred and eleven billion dollars. If you take out now, there was some timing thing, right? Depending on when Social Security and Medicare and food stamp checks and oh well, you know, electronic stuff goes out. I'm going to set those aside. If you take that out, outlays. In other words, how much more are we spending? Now, remember, they have told us for decades, and who's they, right? The central bankers, that as long as the debt was less than 3% of GDP, it was okay. Outlays grew by 8%, <laughs> right? Shh, don't say nobody. You know what? and I'm watching the markets today. No one's even said a word about it. It was hard to even find it because I knew the number came out today, and, and normally it's on, you know, Market Watch and CNBC and all that stuff now, because they don't want you to know. We really don't have a much better economy at all, and and I hate to be critical, but where are the conservatives? What do you think is going to happen? interest on the debt was up 25%. Listen, they're going to hike rates again. They may do it twice more this year and once or twice next year. It's a it's like a self uh, uh, a self-fulfilling prophecy. Because guess what? Just like all of us that have credit card debt out there, every time the Federal Reserve raises rates, do you know what happens to your minimum payment? It goes up. Well, nobody has a bigger credit card balance than the United States. And that part is skyrocketing. Defense spending, by the way, a big portion, we don't talk enough about it, but a big portion of this quote-unquote improvement is defense. A lot of the manufacturing, the great manufacturing numbers, defense. Uh, We're spending just under $700 billion a year for defense. Right? So we can blow up towers and spend more. Outlays for Social Security. You know, just a little bit, up 5%, wait till next year, because we get at least, it, it's a, a fake adjustment, but we get a big COLA adjustment, and I say big, a big COLA adjustment next year. You're going to see Social Security probably go up 7 or 8% next year, and this is a program where we already spend a trillion dollars, so that's a big number medicare whoops it's up 7% right remember now medicare is going to be broke they're they're already saying medicare is broke at 2026 and of course i've already told you both programs are already broke we go into more debt every year cuz there is no trust fund but they they like to play the trust fund game cuz they don't want to admit to what is really happening out there Is there actually any money in the trust fund? No. Then why don't we just stop playing games and admit it? Right now, Social Security and Medicare are probably somewhere between 90 and 95% funded right now. But we'll play the game. Remember what I told you yesterday. I moved up all my numbers. We will hit $40 trillion in eight years. That's not very long. Eight years. When you look at receipts, they fell 3%. Let's do math. You know, outlays up 8%. And, that, and actually, they were up more, but there was timing issues, right? Outlets up eight, receipts down three doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure it out. By the way, corporate taxes down five billion dollars. Now remember, everybody's supposed to be working. Revenue from payroll taxes, it did rise, barely, marginally. In other words, it barely had a tick. It wasn't up it wasn't even up 1%. It wasn't even up half a percent. And it was .0125. The budget deficit is widening, and it's widening in a big way through the first 11 months. Now, remember, 2018 ends this month for the federal government. The number now stands at eight hundred and ninety-five billion dollars. That's the little number. Are we going to? We might have a trillion this year. It's going to be close. <laughs> of course, if you listen to me, I've been telling you everybody all year long, right? And they come out to see me. Oh, well, the difference is going to be eight hundred and seventeen billion. I'm like, no, it's not. It's going to be way more than that. Already, we are $222 billion more in debt this year than we were last year. So you think about the deficit, okay? And I just want to point out, how did we get, and, and and it doesn't really matter what the, uh, is it 3%, 2%, 4%, it doesn't matter. How did we get it? The 222 billion extra dollars and I'm going to I'm going to come out and I'm I'm going to say uh, that we're we're going to do 300 billion. Okay? Cuz we were 666 last year. I'll say 9 I'm being kind. 966 so we we'll be 300 billion dollars more in debt this year than we were last year that a point that a, by the way equates to 1.5 percent GDP growth <laughs> so if you took let, let's let's just say you know what let, let's just be kind again let's just say three and a half percent GDP. Well, if you didn't spend any more money this year than you did last year, the GDP would have been two. So essentially, what we're doing is we're whipping out the credit card and trying to call it economic prosperity. By the way, corporate taxes have plummeted by 30%. Right? The great. How many more giveaways do we need to give to Wall Street? most of whom don't employ Americans anyway. Now you see Donald Trump trying to pressure Ford to building focus in the United States. You know what Ford came out and said, Now nah, we don't care what he says, not happening. Apple. I don't, we don't care what the tariffs are. We're not building iPhones in America. But because you know why the Apple's like, well, you know what, instead of $1,000, dollars would be $2,000. Spending on Social Security and Medicare continuing to climb. Outlaws on, on interest on the debt continuing to go almost unchecked. And you think about this. All of this debt that has to be rolled over month after month after month after month. I mean, we go, what, every 30, 60 to 90 days, the Treasury and Steve Mnuchin's got to come out and say, you know what, we're increasing the size of our Treasury auction. Right? And they they go wild walking Because ah! you know what, they don't care as long as they're not paying for it. so when you sit there and you look at what the what the spending numbers are we will be it'll be close we may topple a trillion dollars and again remember this is important that's just the little number Right, that doesn't count all the student loan debt and all the all the other little debts that the government, Fannie and Freddie, and all these other programs that you know what they they pretend that that, uh, that, that they don't lose money, uh, of course, until a crisis hits, and then they sweep it all under the rug and all these other things. I mean, you're looking at numbers that when you when you kind of just. You, I don't even forecast anything bad happening. In eight years, the deficit will be $40 trillion. How do you think that's going to get paid for? Already, we're having trouble with foreign countries showing up to the auctions we've got now. What? Do you think that they're not paying attention? Do you think when you go out and you turn on your idiot box every morning and you're you're out there and you're day trading and you're, you're 401k and you're thinking life's great? What do you think everybody else is thinking? Do you think they think that? You know what they're thinking? They're thinking we need to get out of the dollar. That's what they're thinking. Maybe that's what you need to be thinking. Patriot Radio News
1: Hour, we'll be back after the break. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily commentary continuing the conservative pro family legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. Sarah Huckabee Sanders, our wonderful White House press secretary, sent liberals into a tizzy in July with her announcement that President Trump was considering revoking the security clearances of several deep state leaders. John Brennan, a liberal mouthpiece who became Obama's CIA director after having once voted for the Communist Party for president, would be among the first to lose his security clearance the left has not panicked so much since the election night returns put Donald Trump into the White House. Another candidate for revocation is Susan Rice, who was Obama's National Security Advisor thought to have improperly obtained the identity of General Michael Flynn on a wiretap. The since-replaced National Security Advisor H.R. McMaster allowed Rice to retain her security clearance, waiving the customary need-to-know requirement to allow Rice unlimited access to anything she ever reviewed or received when in office. In addition to Brennan and Rice, revocation is being considered for the discredited FBI officials James Comey and Andrew McCabe, for the former National Security Agency Director Michael Hayden, and the former Director of National Intelligence James Clapper. It was Clapper who famously lied under oath to Congress about his secret surveillance program over Americans. They have politicized and in some cases monetized their public service, explained Sanders to the media. Making baseless accusations of an improper relationship with Russia is inappropriate, Sanders added. The fact that people with security clearances are making these baseless charges provides inappropriate legitimacy to the accusations with zero evidence, she added. Those who repeatedly make false accusations against our commander-in-chief are unfit, to be trusted with confidential information about our national security. The never-Trumpers will always enjoy their First Amendment rights, but they should not have access to our national secrets while they're writing books and profiting from their irresponsible, false claims about our president. Americans voted for a new direction for our country under President Trump, and many Americans are wondering why the security clearances of these acolytes of Obama were not fully revoked long ago. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report with Ed Martin, President of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. And we think it's time to take Washington back from the power brokers. At PhyllisSchlafly.com, we're organizing a grassroots movement to stand against the deep state bureaucrats who control government. For the latest strategies, go to PhyllisSchlafly.com. That's PhyllisSchlafly.com. Thanks for listening, and join us again next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report.
0: 800 we're on our way to Japan. I mean, that's just where we're going. Is this the last hurrah? Probably. You know, just just to put it in perspective, and again, I'm being kind. A trillion dollars, that's 5% of GDP. We got GDP is about $20 trillion in the United States. Five percent. That's a small number. That's actually not the right number, but we'll use it. That's five percent. What's GDP gonna be this year? Somewhere somewhere around three. So we spent five to get three. Next year we're gonna spend six to get two and a half. The following year, we're going to spend seven to get two. See how it goes? And it just goes like that on and on and on. And and you know what's so funny is everybody, and I say it all the time, how'd you go bankrupt? Well, it was gradual at first. (laughs) And then it was real sudden. And you need To make sure, listen, I know, listen, you got to have stocks, right? You you, you know, you got to have some bonds and and some real estate and all, I get it. But if you think you're going to come out the other side okay, without having gold in your pocket, you're nuts. I mean, you could get lucky. Let me tell you what they're talking about. And again, Don't be fooled. Do you really think that the Europeans and the Chinese look at these headline numbers out of America and are like, well, I wish we had that? No. Why did they not have the deficit numbers all over the place? It's not on Drudge. It's not on CNBC. Why not? Because they don't want you to know. Matter of fact, let's not even talk about it. Here's what they're talking about. Oliver Blanchard, he's uh, the former head of the IMF. Well, he he wasn't the head. He was the chief economist. He was like the number two guy. They call it thinking outside the box. And who's they, right, where I'm talking about bankers? Look at what our central bankers have done, right? They broke every rule that they had for themselves. All the textbooks that they had written, all the professors that they had learned from, all the ones that have come I'm a Nobel laureate, and I'm a smart guy, and I created all of these formulas that had letters and symbols. And we talk things like velocity and imaginary numbers and all the and forget about money supply, and forget about GD percent of debt to GDP and forget about this and forget about that. Or, you know, just forget about everything we've ever said because we're 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 thinking outside the box. They're already getting ready for the next one. And here's what they are going to do. Well, here's what they're talking about doing. The Fed is going to start buying stocks, right, just like the Japanese. Now, what do you, what do you think is going to happen? Listen, I don't know. Uh, is the stock market going to crash? I hope not. I hope not. But the big gains are gone. Right, the big gains was last year you got a little bit this year right kind of you know we're not quite sure if we're going to get out this year or not maybe we do maybe we don't but then what then what right you got unemployment 3.8 whatever they say it is right all of these are peak numbers. Now they're talking about the next time they're going to start buying stocks, right? We already know they're going to bring rates to zero, right? More quantitative easing. And then their quantitative easing, let's buy stocks, finance the federal debt, right? Which is they already do. I mean, they already own over $2 trillion in treasury. How many more are we going to own? And they said, hey, if we have to, let's just start buying goods. Right. They, this is this is their great plan. This is their outside the box thinking. Hey, the Federal Reserve just bought warehouses all over America because they're just going to start buying stuff. By the way, these ideas were talked about at the Boston Federal Reserve's monetary policy conference that took place over the weekend. I know. Nobody goes to those things, right? Thankfully, somebody did. I didn't. The thinking comes as a result of what they're calling a general sense that the Federal Reserve has to rethink its approach to combating recession. See, and again, they don't cause them. They just battle them. Right? We don't cause the recession. We just have to fight the recession. And, of course, the exact opposite is what is true. And now think about this. Now, they talk about all these great things that they say they're going to do. Remember what they've done to us, okay? They got a big... You know, we, we keep talking about a border wall that seemingly is never going to get built if, if, if uh, the globalists have their way think about that wall that's what they've done to our money there's a huge wall around all of it there's a huge wall around your bank account listen we know that because when times get tough what do countries do they start limiting you can't cash withdrawals what no hey uh you only can have 200 euros a day. In Greece, when it was real bad, you could only have 20 bucks a day. I want to close my account. It's my money. I want to close my account. Oh, sorry. Nope. Sure can't. Come back next week, and we'll tell you, nope, sorry, can't. Come back next month. We'll tell you, nope, sorry, you can't. You know it. Right? They, they do that everywhere. Matter of fact, you know what also has been disappearing? ATMs. Just just letting you know. So, <laughs> there's less and less and less of them. It's all by design. But they didn't just stop at your bank account. Now they went for all of your money. We'll talk about that next. Gold just touched the high of the day, now up $3,197 in change. We still have the six MS-62 Saints, $1,300. You can't buy raw gold for $1,300. $1,300, mint state, 62 Saints. They're here in Phoenix. For those of you in Colorado... Uh, that ordered yesterday, if you've ordered today, right, they are going to ship this afternoon. So, Colorado, if you want them, call now, get them. I'll ship them there today. They'll be on their way up there. For those of you here in Phoenix, I know Wendy's already started calling you to come get them. MS62 Saints, $1,300 at 800 We've had a whipsaw market that now sees both gold and silver uh, both heading higher. Matter of fact, silver now has just hit the high of the day as well. Uh, silver's at $14 and let's say $14.15 right now on silver. I've got, and these are live in Phoenix and in Colorado, so you don't have to wait for them. I've got quarter bags of dime, $2,800.00. For a quarter bag of dimes. I've got two quarter bags here in Phoenix uh, and three quarter bags up in Colorado. A quarter bag has 178.75 ounces of silver in it. That puts your cost at $15.66. You're essentially buying it for a dollar and a half over spot. 800 nine five one zero five nine two there's still three phone lines open get it done are you listening this is what they're really talking about the imf and the federal reserve talking about you know what we'll we'll go out we'll buy stocks we'll buy we'll buy anything boston federal reserve president eric rosengrin who's been on a lot lately matter of fact he's a two rate hike guy for 2018 he wants a rate hike this month and in december he says talking about the meeting that took place over the weekend he said that he wasn't sure if there would be enough support for the type of monetary policy the former IMF chief economist talked about at the meeting. Matter of fact, this was what the meeting was for. But he said that we would definitely, and of course we, I'm assuming him and his Federal Reserve buddies, would be interested in revisiting this. We definitely have tools, right? We keep hearing this all, well, we've got tools. We've got this tool, and we got that tool, and we've got all these tools. And you know what? When we run out of those tools, we'll just make some more tools. All the while, think about some of the tools they've used. First, they built a big wall around your bank account. It's not even your money. You really know it when you want to go get it, and they tell you No. Then they put a big wall around your 401ks. I know, but what other option do you have? They're not great ones. I'll be honest, they're not. Your IRAs, your money markets, they walled them all. Because they're out to protect themselves. Can you imagine? You can't even sell. Listen, the debt's going to be $40 trillion real soon. There's going to be problems. You know it. I know it. They know it. Bad things are going to happen. This is what happens when currencies go to zero. And this is what fiat money does. This is why I said they're getting rid of all the ATM machines. You know, more and more people getting ready for the cash list. They're, They're testing out the blockchain, all that stuff. We definitely have tools, Rosengren said. The question is whether we have the sharpest tools in the shed. (laughs) They have no problem cutting off all of our limbs. They don't. And whether we're going to be able to deploy them. How big is the crisis? will tell you how sharp the tool is going to be. Convinced that two wrongs do, in fact, make a right, Rosengren went on record to state that he would be a strong advocate of more quantitative easing and more buying of stocks and bonds. Well, I don't know about stocks, but at least the bonds, right? We'll buy mortgages. We'll buy we'll buy treasuries, and as well as bringing rates back down to zero. Well, he says rate cuts, which means zero. According to the people that be, their thought is this: if we need it, we could clearly double the amount of the Fed's balance sheet, and nothing terrible would happen. (laughs) Apparently, they can see the future. Nothing terrible will happen. I mean, everybody will lose a bunch of money, but nothing terrible is going to happen. It'll be fine. What do you think it would look like right now if you went five years... With no stock return. Forget about a loss. No gain. 10 years, no gain. 30 years of no gain. Because you guess what? This is exactly what the Japanese did, and that's what they've got. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment for your wealth insurance coming up today. Don't worry. We got all the tools we want. We got really sharp ones, too. What do you think that means? Sharp tools. we doing some surgery, but we, we, we we're going to cut up some fruits and vegetables. Remember what they're in charge of. Finance. Your money. So when they talk about sharp tools, what are they talking about? they're talking about hey if we got to don't worry we'll just start cutting them off and if they don't like it well you know what we'll just tell them it's a big crisis and you know what don't worry we'll give you we'll give you some stock or something i mean you can't sell it <laughs> but 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 you'll have it you know we'll send it to you in an email yeah I mean, and just, we'll let you know if it ever becomes worth something. Don't worry. Because we're here to help you. Because we, we want a stable dollar. And I'm going to tell you, it's going to be real stable. It's going to be declining very stably. Right? If it's declining at 55 miles an hour, 85 miles an hour, if it's declining at 200 miles an hour, well, that's stable. That's 200 miles an hour. Just like clockwork. I guess that counts as stable. You know, just think about things that are... Here's something. The Australian dollar getting ready to break 70 cents. Right, And all of these currencies are all what? Cratering. And they all have printing, Australia's got a printing press, Canada's got one, right, their currency's at like 75 cents again, right, the Chinese have it, the Russians have it, even Venezuela had one, just because you have the printing press doesn't mean anything, and guess what, you no longer have to buy everything in dollars anymore. Why do you think they've stopped buying, right? Everyone's kind of what? I'll just keep what I got. I got this many dollars. That's enough. I'm going to diversify. I'm going to buy some of this Chinese stuff, right? Think about this. Over the last 120 days, you would make it, you, you would think that everybody was running away from the Chinese. Instead, last week, Goldman Sachs came out and said, oh, whoa, hey, uh, I don't know if anybody's paying attention, but all of a sudden, all of these countries are starting to buy Chinese debt instead of, you guessed it, United States debt. Now, we can't do that. We don't have that ability. But what you can do is protect your wealth. That's all we're talking about here. Putting something away that only you know where it is that the federal reserve can't put a big wall around talking about gold and silver. Uh, the, re- the the, remainder of those MS 62 saints. And I, I don't know where if we, if we only had six to begin with. So we have five, four, whatever it may be at 1300. I've got those quarter bags of dimes silver. They're $2,800. I think we got five total. I've got two here in Phoenix, three in Colorado, A quick look here, gold's $1,197, silver's $1,411. The Dow up over 100 points because they love that deficit spending. Pizza Radio News Hour, we'll be back on a hump day Wednesday. Everyone take care, enjoy the rest of your day.